Recorded live in Manhattan's East Village at St. Mark's Church in the Bowery, this is The Poetry Project. I'm really excited to be introducing Karen tonight. Um, This is a really fantastic and really beautiful book, which I think is making its debut today um, for sale in the back. so I, I've written an introduction, but I, I keep thinking also that like I just want to tell Karen how very good I think the book is and how happy I was to read it and how it how thrilling it was to read something that felt so fresh and beautiful. Um, Karen Weiser is the author of To Light Out and the soon-to-be-released or The Ambiguities, which is now actually released a collection of long poems and correspondence with various books by Herman Melville. Karen Weiser and I have several significant facts of life in common. Having studied in some of the same places and even with some of the same teachers, long affiliation with the Poetry Project, and a limbs-long list of friends and activities in common. Most recently, we share the epithet Poet Mom. Yet we're not the same. I'm struck when I read Karen's work by the visceral attack of the interior it launches, all against any floating and under-evidence, because possibly untrue, notion of the neutralizing effect of the contemporary means or economy of poetic education. This about the MFA and that about the PhD. In a live poem, a poem that's original and living, there ought not be an imprint of any but the chosen marks. The literary history one enters and has chosen as her future life, the poem bears the mark of the maker. And the reverse, these marks are pulled as they pull the poet into the dream of the made thing. The first poem of the new work is a baseline object, the bottom, the base. As in Karen's latest book, the first group of poems, Dear Pierre, are in a physically drawn state of relation to Melville. She pronounces the state Ouija board, but I pronounce it the terror of becoming one with what one has read, becoming the living book, drawing down into new blood that which has already been written, has already been happened. One's lines are the bleak servants of the lines of before. And I'll wait to hear Karen vocalize the kilter of, quote, I could feel when something was focused into a way of saying feeling, or yet was this feeling entirely loathsome and orphan-like. The up movement is of the particular touching of a mind wholly in command of its weird allegiance and provenance. Please welcome Karen Weiser. Well, um, yeah, I hadn't seen the book until a couple hours ago when I dropped by the project to get a, a, um, a glance. And, um, and having it here and reading tonight is really important to me because this is my poetry home and um, uh, has been for quite a while now. So thank you, um, Poetry Project staff and Maureen um, and Anna Moskovakis, my um, editor, publisher, Um, And I'm going to read the poem um, that Simone in that really moving um, introduction talked a little bit about, and I just want to show you what it looks like 
because it, when she said it's an object, um, it has a specific, um, I don't know if you can see it, visual way of looking on the page. And um, the, the top line for half the poem, those are my words, and um, the bottoms are, the bottom line is Melville's, a line from one of, uh, from Melville's novel, Pierre, or the ambiguities. Um, and then halfway through the, the 16 page poem, it switches. Um, and as you can see, the words are disappearing, so there's a lot of repetition. And there's a lot of emptiness in between. Dear Pierre, I was 18 when my parents died in a plane crash. The decade after that is bare. I sight why are I in a rash? That that I sit where I in a shh. That is there I in a shh. Is here I shh. Is shh. Low or lols or lols, or he lols, here, or the breath lols, here it be that moment, for is the breath in all our lungs is hereditary, and my present breath at this moment. Our mirrors were covered. There were strangers in our house all day long. I don't. Your mirror recovered. Here rests in your house a day on, on. You mirror over rests in you house a yawn um oh rest new say um or say um oh oh pierre angel oh pierre angel rest oh 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 pierre now angel led rest and a liar, oh, out of Pierre, but now strangely led the rest formed and familiar to outline of Pierre, but now strangely filled with features transformed and unfamiliar to. Remember eating, my clothes were torn, I wore no shoes, people only spoke to me if I remember at my other, we or I or no show. I only spoke to me. I remember my, the, or, or, shh, only poke me. Ember my Thor, like ember my whole be. Or air, or, or, oh, air made, or, or, oh, in the air form, me dear, or, or, no living in the air for humanity, me dear. No more, oh no more. No living thing in the fair form of humanity that holds me dear. No more, oh no more. Spoke to them, no childhood, no home, no confirmation of memories. Symbols made me, spoke them, no hidden me, no con man or souls. Dem spoke the oh I de no on an or dem okay he oh. No, a road, oh he, oh no, oh. Woon, elf, swoon, at anguish, self, swoon, hat, anguish, head to self, be swoon, coil, that anguish, had shed him to itself on the beach, his swoon. 
recoil of that anguish which had dashed him out of itself on the beach of his swoon. Feel again, I could feel when something was focused into a way of saying feeling, as if a feel in, I feel something focused away, saying as if feel I feel thin, used way in, as I feel I feel in use, and as I feel us and if, or feel more, oh ear feel morph, oh ear kin was feeling morph, own no earthly kin, T was this feeling oathsome orphan, owned no earthly kith or kin, yet was this feeling entirely loathsome and orphan-like. Line was pulling me back into my body. Words gave me back a body. It was all I knew spin me back in my words. Have me a body. It was all I knew in me back in or save me. Oi, sane, in, in, oh, say, sane, oh, say, say. Here I cave, here how I cave there, the low river, the cave, are ether led, and the lowing river, the cave of careless, hither be led, lest here I land, the flowing river in the cave of man, careless whither I be led, reckless where I land. Was drowned, but somehow I could see a way of seeing, and it has never failed me. Was owned, but how could a way see Sever led me, was own to day severed me, was on to seem so, see so. Yes, yes, I, yes, I wist he, yes, then skies ill wist here. Yet slaking even skies, ill dew and mists, till moisture here. Ye thirst slaking evening skies, ye hilly dews and mists, distill your moisture here. Being still and always dead, the only wholeness, a totality of change. Fourteen years later, being till always dead, the whole lit change. You're near later, being always a whole lit near later, in a ways a whole lit later, I was lit, I feel, I feel, ere I feel, if here peace vies to feel frank, if that there peace divides, one day feel frank, I feel that there can be no peace in individualness, I hope one day to feel myself drank up held her tremblingly, she bent over toward him. His mouth wet her ear, he whispered it. That's that, sorry, that's that um, incestual moment in Pierre, right? I have to pause just to note that, because that Simone said something about the eccentricities of reading and becoming what you read, so there it is, right? Trembling, she bent toward him, his ether ear whispered, embling, hebe, his ether ear whispered, bling, he be her wisp, ling be her wisp, in her wisp is. 
I'd, I'd on you, I bid on you, liar. I bid lines on you, liar. I have bird me wholeness, a total angel, you liar. I gave birth and the only wholeness was a totality of change while hugely pregnant for being not so much the portal as part of the temporary scaffold to the portal of this new being. Oh, so much the port, a part, the temporary scaffold of this being, part, temporary fold, or this being may, this being may be. So, so home, so hems home, so tear laying hems, oh, home, the second wet ear playing hems, host home, while the second time I went to hear a quartet playing the music Shostakovich composed while, whence flow the panjirical melodies that precede the march of these heroes from Hence, lyrical modes precede the arch of eros. Hence, lyric odes seed archers. Hence, lyric ache. Lyrics ache say. Oh, oh, falls. Oh, then falls. Oh, move, then fail, sound always close, dying, moved the brink, fail, the sound always close, dying, it moved me to the brink of having to leave the sound hall, I was very close, by vast pains we mine into the pyramid, by horrible gropings we come to the central, vast pain in the pyramid, I'll see the center stain the pyramid, lest center in the pyramid let the pyre Pyre. Bet, ode, bet, ode, bet, mirth. Ode, bet, o, oh, mirth, ode, then be taught, look, mirth, reflect to death, then be pregnant. Ought, look in the mirror that reflected to death, then being nine months pregnant, caught looking in a mirror that was reflected. Two books are being writ, of which the world shall only see one, and that the bungled book be writ, which hell see one, and that book be writ hell, and that book writ hell, that writ he writ. In moving me, face moving, bend, surface moving, lose a mirror behind me, surfaces moving close. Push in a mirror behind me, the surfaces of life and death moving closer, pushing in. Thy secret eye as a seer suspect. Grief done, unspeakable grief, hath made me this seer. Thy secret suspect. Grief done, peak be grief, hath me see thy secret sect. Grief done, grief hath me hissed. If grief hath, if grief fie, yet my ether touch, my ether touch me, my one there rent. Dive touch me maybe on the other 
side rent divide my were touching me and the baby on the other side of the parent and child divide my sir you are a swindler upon the pretense of writing a popular novel for us you have sir you are a wind upon the tense a polar verse you wind the tense polar own the soul oh, one oh one Oh, O-R-O, ions aren't loving, relations aren't loving, relations with my aren'ts once alive, moving, ought I, relationship with my parents is once again alive, moving, the girl is my daughter and I fell upon Pierre's heart and her long hair ran over him and arbored him in ebon, fell Pierre, long air, harbor him in ebon. Lie long, I harbor him. Long, I harbor him. Labor him. Labor. Oy, to my, to, to my, her, to her, to my, was, am her, to her, to both, oh, my what was from and my mother. I give to her, to both of my girls, what was taken from me. I just also have to say that that poem was um, in part inspired by hearing Susan Howe read um, here at the project a few years ago. Um, so there's that too. Um, the next poem is uh, called, also based on Pierre, called Love, Delight, and Alarm. I'm just going to read three short poems. Um, and uh, I figured out after I'd written them that they're voiced from by different characters, the kind of monologues by different characters. So. This one's actually part four, and it's Pierre speaking. Um, and it has to do with, um, uh, for those of you who know, who are East Village people, there's a garden on 6th Street between B and C that has a little shed treehouse. And when I write there a lot, or I used to, and there's a, um, a picture on the wall of that very treehouse burning. And um, it's a really freaky thing to be in the treehouse that was clearly rebuilt and look at the picture of it burning with the firemen approaching. Um, and, so, uh, and so that crept into this poem. So Pierre's speaking it, but it's about this um, Sixth Street garden too. Then the treehouse burned and continued, unobliterable as the sea to burn. The photo of it burning hangs on its wall, taken from high up, but not that high. The firemen approach cautiously, minus the four-part regimented solace that would repeat. If the act of painting is drawing the boundaries of a fire, can I disappear into the initial combustion? If the act of painting stops time, or at least its cornet of fronted tremendous, I could disappear into the encyclopedia of animal life as the cherub's sleepiest wet tusk. I could start with a dexterous periscope and end by feeling time, the largest block of it I can conceive collectively. Smell I the flowers or the sea I lakes or eyes. Uh, the poems all end with a line from, um, from Melville too. This is Isabel speaking, part six. Salutations, sister me not now, sound the morrow against the body, piercing certainty's kind of excess to allay sorrow. Are you certain your vastation wasn't the limpid zoo of distress in its truest machination? And the ignorant pretend clovers? Good morrow will steady us. It is our duty to steady us. 
We park our plovers in the white steam to skate its cracking surface with the simplest dream statements from other war-made worlds, though they are our own. With the little we can keep in mind at once, careless whether I be led, in mind a memory of absent day where I land. And this last one is um, spoken by Pierre's father, a ghost. Held in the palm, that coin is a hermaphrodite vitamin. Held in the stomach, a secret palace, and held in the ear. It's the multiplicity of memory unfolding, the encyclopedia of unfolding. It's lewdly manifest, lewd clarity interspersed with trumpeting noise. Into what kind of human shape will this fugue sound, an animal drift pulled tightly into formal expanse? With the memory of absent day, all that has come before sinks with each unfolding, held in the mind where it does not sound, careless whither I be led, reckless where I land. And then I'd like to read a little bit from the last series in the book, um, which is called In the Darbies. And um, this poem steals lines from the last page of Herman Melville's Billy Budd, which actually has a poem called Billy and the Darbies. And Darbies are, is a, uh, a term that was actually um, antiquated even in Melville's time for handcuffs. Um, so Billy and the Darbies. So it's, it's Billy Budd speaking from, from the bottom of the sea, already dead but still alive and speaking. Um, and I just read Poe's, Edgar Allan Poe's the facts of the case of M. Valdemar, where um, the mesmerized body is dead and yet speaks, and I, I, I hadn't thought of that, but that's exactly the subject position here. And, um, and just to give you a sense of the visual, the, these are actually the, um, the negative space of handcuff-like shapes, but that are also, as someone told me, um, look more benignly like lungs. Um, so. in the Darby's. <clears throat> With these Darby's, I'm a visual anagram, myself sliced and mirrored so I can make sense of floating and sinking. They'll lash and hammock and drop me deep, fathoms down, though hands and paintings always tell of something, the fingers divinities, the palms bronze and held near the waist, pointing to that which is outside the frame but not in your world neither. Pendant pearl from the yard arm end, the thing that can't be seen but only felt is the hand of the artist, so I'll shake a friendly one ere I sink. But for all that, tis me, not the sentence they'll suspend. For at length, even we feel compelled, and that feeling moves back to the limits of reason as an idea plunges the mind into darkness. Am I best when I retrace my lost origin, or is one's legacy always incoherent? Yes. I'm missing utilitarian ambition and its pl plastering effects, which usually coincide with the dreadfulness of this time of year, when the sun slows the little meager light of thought into logic. Here's some terrace in the moon, scarcely the feeling of Earth, and once again, for nearly the whole of the distance, we are alongside the reimagining, as it bends toward us witnessing, like one bank of found objects facing the other, tied in place with fire hose, unnatural vines, or the thirteenth turn of the noose, bending toward the arc of progress, as though the world was made up purely of letters and words, when the act of critique populates the loneliness of our way, but then gives us only our own world, and no possibility of another lazily gliding about in the zenith, a rapture-rendered coherence, as timing makes all labyrinths. Sunder my starts in the manifest, 
These ends and their kindred, dubious like an ominous deserted station. The trains empty and lights dimming. Written from the bottom of the sea, this is written from the bottom of the sea early in the morning, aloft from a low, a final stage for a handsome sailor. Hence the conclusion of such a narration is apt to be less finished, with no special authority. Sentry, are you there? For I do not understand ambig ambiguity, and it does not understand me. With a friendly promise to stand by the plank, it lashes me in hammock, but aren't it all sham, since my nature and my actions are at odds. Heaven knows who will have the running of me up this topical range of reference, this corresponding kind of thought. For hanging is to converse with measured forms, like handsome is as handsome does. And beauty is either the form that dictates action or the result of it. In the viewer's thoughts and as such, a banal motif can reveal a non-sequential relationship. But turn your head away from the hoist and the belay, a blurs in our eyes, and a man trap may be under it. For this, I travel in reverse, and though the ocean's not known for collage, indeed it does, blurring each image and anagram, spelling out ballads for the ragged edges they glut, and kidnapped from old rights of man, that ship I left for a purer fable, is a mutiny I hold in my hands, though hands always tell of something, pointing to that which is outside the frame, but not in your world neither, for a foundling is guilty to the father he hasn't, though I bless him clear with my last words. Anew, for these wars that we wear attest our allegiance, and law is a history, says the stars, one determines for himself, by such light as narrative can afford, on an empty stomach now, ever it would do, to read the mantraps as under the daisies, or to read the innocent as context to judge, it's judging held up as a glass, for the mirror's a story, but its silver's been scraped, so that each hue begins, and we see it so, reading us through, reading us. I am sleepy, and the oozy weeds about me whisper, one form of expression without another, and the oozy weeds about me twist, for the more this space fathoms down, fathoms down, the poem itself an eclipse of meaning. The fact that nobody could substantiate this report was... Of course, nothing against its secret currency, its highly civilized judgment. Marvel not that naivete and irony will not reflect, for meaning is a mirror, and its silver's been scraped. Twill die in the dawning of this, my last day. Thank you. Hi, thank you. My name is Laura Henriksen. I'm the communications and membership coordinator here, and I'm going to introduce our second reader, Maureen Owen. I had to go speak on this alumni panel recently about being a poet and working and publishing and that whole thing, and I was very nervous. I was running possible questions and responses in my head leading up to the event, and the question for which I wanted most to be prepared, as it's the question I am constantly asking myself, is how do you write poetry that is beautiful and ethical and reflects the possibility of a better, more open, more equitable world? And in imagining how I would respond to this question, I was, of course, thinking a lot about Maureen Owen. The way Maureen Owen writes the everyday does so much work. 
It's the I do this, I do that of New York school poetry, transformed by her voice, her poetics. Quote, she is weeping, doing dishes like the storm, unquote. It's radically, constantly feminist in that it looks at what it's really like to live and write and be with other people as a woman, with poems like, can I still love you and hate the word husband, and sexuality because of sexism is a problem for most women. It's the projective verse of finding a way to live that kind of everyday. It blurs the thick line between real life and poetry. When I was thinking about what I'd say if someone asked me how to write poetry that does right by the world, I knew I would want to tell them that it's not so different from how to be the kind of person who does right by the world. You can and have to do it yourself. You have to challenge yourself, support other people in their efforts, be honest and brave, and always be in love with a better world. This is why I love Marina Owen so much, because that's what she does every day, both in her work as a publisher and in these funny, weird, graceful, glittering poems. She writes, calmly and with an air of detachment, she folded the great ship in two and sank it. No, I must have imagined that. I must have imagined the french fries, the wind aching over the hot rods, night's crushed geography, where all the wrong people went off with the wrong people. I must have imagined the air off the steeple's dark point, where in telling her story, she seemed not to notice that one by one, all the men who left her became novelists. <laughs> I'm so excited that she's here. Please join me in welcoming Maureen Owen. really sweet, wonderful introduction. And thank you everyone here. Uh, it's always so great to come home to read. So it's very sweet. Um, I might read a poem or two out of Edges of Water, but I'm going to read mostly new poems. Can everybody hear me OK? Uh, over the years, my titles have gotten um, long. <laughs> so I think what I'll do is I'll just try to pause at the end of the title. And hopefully that'll work. This is the title of the first one. Liquitex, my darling. Fatty acid bloom, my love. White haze, newsprint, and wax paper saying it still does. Or except various, though she headed. Must we die, Mesopotamia? Clock set right, but the time is wrong. You can help me tie your shoe for you, a little crystal blister found in a grain field. My mother dreamt of the wind, the ponies drifting up into the thick dust draft of it. Tiny rectangular forms with legs rushing about in an ochre glaze. Rolls of crepe twisting in manes and tails, wide-eyed for oxygen and water. We bring our own territory with us, terracotta loche, and long its dawn now taken. We pose, clad uniquely, fungible, the window behind us. This thing got narrower over the years. And this has sort of two titles. Popped, 
or a cat so black it had only eyes, a patch of high grass at the edge of our confidence. Pause. On the floor of the brain, the hippocampus reclines, an odalesque with raised arms, clothes not bothering, fragrances, spicy, amber. Somehow inhale it now, bergamot. Our night catapults way up and under her vision, a mirror. Metropolis eyes sleeping in a dish, the only ones not looking at the camera. And this all about how she meant to stay, a maquette, without being done or having not been done, eliciting how many and just as much by the next subtraction. Did looks get in her way, holding the breaths that flat reveals, lined in rubber without closure, the balm wasn't seamless. She had scrambled her directions, and now she was rambling in an aura of replicas. She circled herself like private moonlight on a beach just passing through. Okay, this is a seriously long title. Standing on the pedals keeps you nimble. From the very top of envy, half of the people burn ultraviolet. Or, where did May Kasahara's letters go? Had he received them? It seemed he had. And the poem. <laughs> what ocean reaches to us uneasily? where a sundry ca carried gathers, accumulation all around, which is more stubborn than the other would be turned out into, be on your own in all but the black seaweed. That, that look green gives us from its hillside, that grimace of the sky, that river winds by, shakes its head, that earth burps under our footsteps. We jump up and down on it. We jump up and down, up and down. We are jumping on it, jumping up and down. Dark waves of seagrass, hot pink roses, voodoo, voodoo, voodoo roses. That's about ecology. There was nothing where I haven't been since I hadn't gone for such a long time. Or, everybody wants to buy your car. Swollen, braided, breathing, seascapes, landscapes, bedroom paintings. Did I come away edgy on the way back? Might those even so not just need some fabric never noticed? All the while, this uniquely insisting, what you'd guess but don't expect. We know the names of the mistakes now. Tiny fields of view seem to squeeze the moon in a snow like bundles of sheets rolled in. Oops, let me try that again. That's oh, my favorite two lines too. Darn. In a snow like bundles of sheets rolled in cotton where dancers move their arms through heavy satin. This is a um, short poem. It's called Don't Ever Hang Yourself in the Barn. 
I ask myself every day, and it really is my life, alone on the boardwalk, why do I have useless donkeys? Why do I have nine dogs? Layers of emotional bulbous, or surface sheen, or biology's just the folks next door. About her shadow, she put her foot in her hand. Bales of pink hay flooded cavernous afternoons. There, lastly, the day dividing into hundreds of lips of lipsticks stirs up the tasks at hand, stirs up the sleepers of the shrubbery to sing of how even Camus had put absurdity on his to-do list three years running. There was no reason to sleep. At each lack could be lumbering idiosyncrasies of our trembling musts, often paired with going to get better, the sense that it is just what it's become, traffic chomping the marigolds, advancement making the human element ever more critical. She said, I'm not incompetent, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, pouting moon, white button mums then, and yellow iris, hot pink stasis, walnut shell, tan parsnip seeds, lemon philodendron. And this is called... Um, Apollo had accused, then cursed Cassandra, or that sculpture looks heavy. Nor ever fancied night so deep, brushy, thick, glossy, rich, black, dripping darkness. Why are we the public? The likelihood that we will be able to keep up this pace indefinitely, unlikely. We are we, shadows on stairways, followed, stopped, ground up, grouped, and out of current, quasi-comic. We bend backwards to be us. Let's speak all the things too close to fit to punish. Rectangular, flat chimney, brick painted white, strips peeling away, curled ballet to faded rouge. I had these aged windows, 14 windows with wooden frames, seven tops and seven bottoms in my garage. Were they portals or were they space? Was I kind enough? Is the deal, it's the deal of the dream of us, powdering in that snow, Russian leopards. Um, this poem is dedicated to Patricia Spears Jones. Yay. And just a two-line title. Juggling and put them, he went on, metamorphic, a man in pearls. It is the nature of the afternoon to speak to us in parables, deep-seated, definite, that poignant that reveals our cafecito, one's last affair with the throes of torpor, salt breeze suffused of salt pans, and always city, oddly angled, elevated, stuffed into a powdery yellow stillness, unspoiled by hardly enough, 
at first glance, an equation, friable. Elliptical questions, simply no way to tidy. Silence would involve withdrawal. Making would at one end be slim, would be keeps, as the grooves of smooth variance that draw on diverse. This is a thick title. The loose into which pillowed wood, corn husk, paint, feathers, and string, so tightly woven it held water, or he wore a dickey to the dance. <laughs> With its own lack of excuse, a narrow, ice-filled, pot-bellied alley threads these rough stucco walls, doubts braided with a moody nocturne, yelling at one another, the only thing I take with me at the lip of a whirl is what happens, is the angle of the voice, like that, like that favorite necklace one buys all one's clothes to match, a swarm of chunks of cumulus tethered right overhead. It was just their nods to curlicues, de facto, veering toward its chair, at which expanding catawampus, iron and oxygen hugging, I try to listen to my cells. I try. It's the same rain, Kieran said. But no one has the same gossip. And this is dedicated to my brother, um, Jim, who passed away a year ago, April, my youngest brother. Quite a long title. I'm keeping my eyes closed, vastly the body, as if the fallen yellow petal in different positions to the left of the path, yellow plastic hats of the school children, his remains went undecided. Scribbled Flora, a pilgrim has smashed his nose on the back of the cardinal's hand radiating the last late style again in meanwhile. She thought to top the pine struck by lightning, but others carried synthesis and tension manifold. It was autumn, leaves burst yellow halos, performing the ritual, balanced, confident, always colorous, always a costume stowaway, scalloped from a meadow, formed of a shape of form. Scribbled flora, tooled in leather, flush in gangly borders, his remains in tulip pale yellow, cresting as so carried pleated sequence, orchestrating through the throng of branches, two women mourning together, their voices crisply soft. We wrap his ashes in a green silk scarf, our fingers on the stone are giant. Captions of agate and sulfuric bubble that she had irony. A nod to bustling spotted that was not every spin getting more beaten. Abstrusity, 
Give me wall into a chance modern at its foot of shoes pinned forlornly to a message. Not simply who finds everything serves a gog, white underbelly of plain, brushing, bluing, continual agreeing to be impossible between my house and theirs. At night, I go to bed with everything I'm thinking, nothing wearable wanting, hibiscus blossoms wrap around themselves, flippantly elegant and awry intimacy, so unaware, so unserious, Weren't we also written in that order, or saturated so? This had a dedication, but I changed my mind, so erased. November was always off, or mom really liked him a lot. Train horn whistling where the tracks come through, seem. It is this snow stepping out of the sky, pairing another with clumps of borders, creamily hurried down a hill, miles of cake forest jolting and twisting, the softest friction. If I say, hey, you there, I'm talking to us both. When white was not a color, this snow would be bare canvas, naked pigment in the light, and we, not notions, but of that human whistle burning in the air. The theater of war is not theater, not a play, or a chorus from behind a grill work. To not to want to put a meaning to it, so much invisible, the war's invisible, summer's community of rasping hummers, full-throated chorus under the billowing gauze curtain, invisible. August always makes me think of Faulkner, the leaning, long, slow weight of the heat, the heaviness of bodies, great expanses of thigh, languid, locust, and catalpa rustling, motion whispering to herself, as though that detail of Rembrandt's red slippers in Susanna and de Biden Alton breathed at the dark ochre of their placement. But into the very core, needing like herding, above blue skies, white clouds, warbling conversation from the barbecue next door, heads bop and pulse the fence top, late summer floating breezes, trees. That's a Denver moment, for sure. Unbearably slow, the vortex aviates their arrival. That's just one of the reasons filming birds is frustrating. When you leave someone, you said to yourself in the elevator going down, the folds and creases of a shirt, the threads and buttons rushing past the instant, making such economic noise, a tipping solace, awkward if you're on your own. When you leave someone, you said so yourself in the elevator going down, here's what you should do. 
borrowings chipped in haste, a doom-braiding aplomb ferocity? Was that for being too chic, too steep for angling, perched on a painted result of things? At some point, you will know artifact, how we are the result of what we do to our nature. But it being summer when you came down in the elevator, the grass was sizzling. And this poem. Well, it's for Sasha Steenson, but she'll probably just own it, actually. And, and I, it's, um, I have a quote that actually I'm quoting myself <laughs> from another poem. Uh, Holiness that is a condition independent of deity. That's a quote. And this is the title. And I'm not responsible for the rest of it. Noir came in from the night, warned herself by our fire of the river of the water working its way through our tilting geometry. We want to light a candle in a holy place, as we did when we were younger, but we no longer believe in God. Rowing through clutter what's left of the path, as if this morning light crammed itself into a prank, uncrowded disarray, framed into evaporate, our arms strapless, though any string may be a yoke. We were hello, nudged by the nose of nature, nodding to wearable signs, putting that mood until orbit layers played inference. It's been enough to shift. I cannot kneel. Kneel down, kneel down, but I cannot kneel. It may be. Just a rebellion against Catholicism or something. This has um, as a title, and then there's, I don't want to call it a subtitle, but it's a title, it's, it's between the title and the poem. I don't know what it is. Here's the title. His friends in the lake, photographs found in his washing machine. And here's the interlude. There as could lend, pulled, shy means to, echoes the shapes of purging through the holes in my house. Pause. When they came, no, yes, start over. When they come out of the restaurant, when they come this way, it has already begun to snow, a separation of crucial and incidental. Then hooting gossamer along its tracks, train whistling ribbons, long gauze chiffon floating sheer tissue silkiness of sound, a bolt of rushing fabric bleached crescents. Do you agree that this is a good place to start? Things are slightly off. There's that thought obscuring your view of stuff around us in its pointless products. A collage on top of a collage. I could have told you this a week ago. Pliant as though alive, each color makes the other stronger, vase with gladioli and china asters. A step away from stepping away, no time to work on the timeline, slowly they disappeared into a curtain of falling snow. 
The one who ironed the shirt someone arrived in, as if the thought had just occurred, put the yellow there, the painter might be thinking. Galleries and restaurants roam the streets, not nearly as large or elaborate for visitors on tight budgets, all these things, one's word and one's silence, when nothing never got far enough for us. We're not on a straw mat or in possession of terriers, those feisty little dogs. How magically she reconfigured herself on the frame that is always part of the pictorial. Or nights when I open my eyes to see the light fixture scuttle across the ceiling like a river on its side. And this is my only rational title. It's called Coco Luna. I feel like I'm since last again, but upon the arrival, garnishes varied were within. Where the night might lead, no one asked. With a mop of longing for rubbing elbows, you work your way up from their secrets. You're bound in ways you might not have suspected. You may hear a certain uptick interlocking with anywhere. In our portraits, puzzled to be so-and-so, our wind-filled minds picking up on things incomplete that we complete are completing. More letters have come to light, perhaps in a slightly different shade, silvery pink glittering, blue, greens, yellow, and rose, cream, banana leaf. It's all about expectations. How the skeleton casts her shadow amid orange and crazy leaves on the white, flat clapboards is how the seamstress swore a lot white chalk outlines around her bent shoulders. Oh, you Harajuku girls, wrap me in your plaids and fiery neon, metallic strands of hair from a band, game, movie, anime, manga. A beautiful hurry has just taken place, shown the secret passageway and given the keys. Half marble contemplations and fonts of thoughts of after work show off for you, mute, to me, periwinkle blue over raw umber, at home you speak in tongues. There's just a couple more here. A new loose-jointed look, combing the silky thread, thread grass, papered, emblematic, of doll in cloth dress with golden straw hat, crisp twitches of twigs sharply glowing, or timeless paradise. Others paid attention when she sailed through the flame of her absentia, petite wings unfairly among bees and their morning joe. Reduced description arose once to whether the ornament grew, trying to track a fancy for long or short coats. The same may shoot to sequence, 
We listen over and over, an aggressive halting, and all we know of typical ensemble. Our zone serenade of towering eucalyptus trees bound to breathe from rising above. And I think this is the last it's a short poem I'll read. Or the last poem I'll read is, happens to be short. It's the way like you done it all along, or when the dry ground was compound. So this is really short, so. I ain't got many more memories. The nights are out, the leaves sleep tight. I'm the prettiest sky. You better know what it takes. <laughs> Thank you. The Poetry Project has promoted, fostered, and inspired the reading and writing of contemporary poetry since 1966. Consider supporting us by checking out a reading, becoming a member, or donating at poetryproject.org. 